0: Hello there, Paul. Like the shades, nice touch with the sombrero as well.
1: Thanks very much, Richard. I've also got my atlas to Salento. All set for your summer holidays, Indeed. but in the meantime, calcio. Calcio. calcio, and coffee, and coffee. And for the last time this season, we have headlines associated with football played on the pitch. Right, and it was uh, the last act of the season was the Italian Cup of course. It was played in Rome and we have the Corriere dello Sport, their headline as usual, full of imagination, brim full of fantasy, Eto's triumph. It was indeed two goals, could have been three,
0: and uh, finished the season with 37 goals. He was the star of the show, wasn't he?
1: It was, that's why Gazzetta dello Sport had E tuta coppa di Eto, which is a play on words here, Richard, is right. very good. Because well, you, if you say so. <laughs> e tutta colpa" is the normal expression, which means it's his fault, it's all Eto's fault, and it's also all Eto'o's cup. Well, why is it his fault? because he had two chances and he buried them. And I'll tell you what, Richard, if right. Eto'o had been playing on the other side... He would have missed then, them. Then your <laughs> five-goal thrashing your prediction from last week would have been
0: the other way around. <laughs> and he would have missed them if he'd been playing for the other side. <laughs> had a lot of chances, Palermo, and as you said, just couldn't take them. But um, in the end, it was all down to experience and Inter came away with a, the Italian Cup. And their own mini treble. Exactly, a new era for the club.
1: <laughs> and that's not including the Tim Trophy or the Bira Moretti, I think, in that treble there. Really? You, yeah. Oh yeah, you could maybe add that, but um, a, a fall
0: from grace, definitely, <laughs> from last season. Although it was Eto's gift to Leonardo. Yes, his first trophy <laughs> as a coach. Well, you've got the to late, start somewhere, don't you? He's really? a made man. And the thing was, Inter played very much the Mourinho way. Everyone behind the ball. Diving everywhere <laughs> Breaking up the play When they saw that Palermo were getting on top And it was really It was uh, almost like Barcelona all
1: over again <laughs> So what you're saying, Richard Is that when Leonardo arrived And he said he really didn't need to coach the team Because they knew what they were doing That's exactly what they've done Exactly,
0: yeah <laughs> That
1: was it when it came to the moment They just said, like, well, we'll play like When we used to win things We're playing that special way Parola Del Presidente But there was one man who wasn't pleased Unsurprisingly Of course Mr Zamparini Mr <laughs> Zamparini And he said Inter are like the Banda Basotti Which are the Beagle Boys yeah, the Beagle Boys here needed to do some research on um, yeah, definitely. Wikipedia. Yeah. And we found out that they're a band of criminals who constantly try to rob Scrooge McDuck. Right, so they're cartoon characters. They're cartoon characters. But not from the, this uh, century.
0: No, it just shows you the, the,
1: the, the cultural level that Zamparini <laughs> exactly. toys
0: there. 1950s cartoons. <laughs> but he did apologise immediately. He almost. regretted that outburst, yeah. yes. He did the moment. <laughs> he did a moment from
1: Zamparini That's like it, every day He then called all the top five The Beagle Boys Because they all rob, And he's kind of apology To then attack who? Uh,
0: Delio Rossi Delio Rossi, yes <laughs> Well he attacked him by saying Oh you can have another year's contract <laughs> But you can't always blame a young
1: inexpert
0: team Look at Arsenal Yeah, they've won nothing either. They've won absolutely nothing <laughs> Yeah but also um, when uh, the referee Mr Morganti went up to collect his medal as the referee gets a medal he was abused by the politicians and all the the VIPs who were supporting Palermo they all jumped on the bandwagon as well because apparently Zamparini in the the last 20 minutes was just like shouting about the referees and uh, all the (laughs)
1: the Footballer Federation bigwigs were there as well All the top bosses were there in fact we have This quote from Zamperini, perhaps the top five wanted Milan and Inter to play each other in Beijing. Exactly. It made uh, a FIFA press conference look like a little tea party, really. (laughs) Because Morganti had never been given such an important match. Or such abuse in all his life from people sitting in very expensive seats
0: in... uh, there were expensive suits, seats for Suits those and who
1: ties <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Expensive <laughs> for those who pay <laughs> yeah.
0: But there, Yeah It wasn't the cheap seats who were shown And the fact that the, uh, the cheap seats If you like Were applauding the players And that's what really You know what What we have to say about Palermo Great effort from A young and inexperienced team
1: And a great effort by their fans Almost exactly.
0: like 40,000 40,000 coming up And uh, amazing And uh, Delio Rossi said that uh, A lot of these guys And uh, Hadn't eaten for a month, which is pretty impossible for an Italian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So all the big wigs were at the stadium on Sunday. All friends, shaking hands, smiles. As as we saw there. (laughs) So we had the president from the, the football authorities, the president from the football league. Remember that breakaway group that started last season? We also had politicians, the defence minister, the, the president of the Senate.
0: Yeah, Everybody The president
1: of Get Me a Free Ticket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tito was dealing with that. But they have since all fallen out, all these presidents. Over what? Over the players' collective contract I thought that was all sorted out last season Everybody thought it
0: was all sorted out (laughs) Remember there was the strike It was going to be the strike Then there wasn't And And then there was And Massimo Oddo Became president of the
1: unofficial players' union Of the Massimo Oddo players' (laughs) union Yeah yeah. (laughs) But apparently Giancarlo Abetti Who is the head of the football authority The football federation He was waiting on Tuesday for Beretta who is the president of the football league to come down right. to Rome to sign the player's collective contract yeah a season late <laughs> and he waited <laughs> and he waited but
0: did Abete turn
1: up? Abete was there yeah. Beretta didn't turn up Beretta didn't Beretta's turn up is the same man remember the last time the top five fell out with the smaller teams that Galliani said well he's never there because he's got another job <sighs> <laughs> and so, Beatty was like, well, when's he going to finish his shift in the bank? <laughs> He's just come and sign his contract, and nobody signed it. And so, the players' collective contract is still unsigned, and they're still arguing over it, even though they had agreed on all the principal points. Still, Lotito is hammering on about the fact that players should be forced to train alone. Right, all the time. All the time, <laughs> in separate cages. <laughs> yeah, so he can like
0: um, send any player that uh, doesn't live up to his expectations. all so for the youth team.
1: Yes, also mm. the club have slipped in there that they should be allowed to pay the players on the 20th of the month. Oh, really? Yes. Instead of... The first week... <laughs> <laughs> if indeed they pay the players, oh my God. Well, that, doesn't that doesn't sound great. That doesn't sound great, does, does it? it, for uh, the future? And really. So we're going now to the 9th of June. There's another meeting to discuss also the fact whether they should allow the second non-EU player right. in for next season, which is all the big teams are asking for that because they're cheaper to buy. Mm-hmm.
0: Than exactly. European players. Yeah, they're much cheaper to bring in. But the, the thing is now, um, if this all gets out around Europe, will players want to come to Italy? Exactly. <laughs> also because Albertini... I <laughs> don't know th- if we can pay you this month. Albertini's also <laughs> a covered this. used to that.
1: Because <laughs> Albertini, who's the vice president of the, the Football Federation, he said, rudeness has a limit. And mm. let's hope there are no surprises. Well, yeah, and you mentioned
0: before about Albertini and talking about the known... Uh, EU players so it's all coming together but still a lot of uh, intrigue it's all coming together because it's
1: all falling
0: apart (laughs) 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 exactly oh no
1: banner of the week yes the 40,000 Palermo fans cheering constantly from the first minute to the last and then beyond the Inter fans also getting behind their team but then an eerie silence fell over the Olympic Stadium during the game Really, <laughs> as a banner was unfurled from the roof of the stadium, which read "Da Milano a Palermo, fermiamo il nucleare." Greenpeace. Oh, well, Greenpeace got got in there. They got a ship up the. Um <laughs> the Tiber River <laughs> they did they managed to get two or three guys on winches to unfurl a 200 square metre banner now that is a lot of bedsheets so what were they protesting about it was a way to highlight this referendum which has been partially blocked by the government which allows the people to vote whether or not Italy should recommence their nuclear power programme wow that's that's big, yeah, and it, was big. big. <laughs> it was a big banner well so in politics.
0: That was a massive banner. Funny thing was that um, the Palermo fans had banners up as well, and I don't know if Greenpeace were that pleased about them. They were like, we eat fish. <laughs> <laughs> Inter fans had, we eat meat cutlets. <laughs> so I don't know if it really worked.
1: <laughs> well, I've actually seen the video of it when it was unfurled. There was a rapturous round of applause around think, the stadium. No, in
0: a serious point, I think there was, and as you say... Uh, politics and football mixing there at uh, at the Olympic stadium on the showcase event for italian football because remember also it was the 150th anniversary of italian unity
1: that's right and yes, they, got they got this a special trophy uh,
0: yeah, they got this buxom um young singer out to uh, really belt out the national anthem emma emma maroni yes. her name is And uh, I don't know if they're booing Emma on the national anthem but most of the fans started singing their own little ditties and uh, the VIPs again weren't too happy. But it was a great night, really wonderful occasion and summed up Italy completely, complete and utter chaos.
1: (laughs) Because here the mix between football and politics was taken to a new level over the last couple of weeks because... There have been the local elections for mayors, etc., exactly. etc. Et Very important cities such as Milan and Naples, and the Association for Milanese Milan supporters clubs. Okay, so as the Milan supporters club yes, based um, in Milan, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they all receive each individual member received a letter from the president of that association inviting them to vote for Silvio Berlusconi. Because Naturally. <laughs> after 27 trophies since 1986, not including the Tim Trophy here as well, it is a way to make the city as great as the team by voting Berlusconi.
0: If you don't vote for Berlusconi, there's going to be no big players arriving next year. So
1: Allegri there was under a bit of pressure. A commie, he was, and that was the pressure <laughs> on in Milan. While in Naples, Berlusconi came out with, "No, Milan won't try to buy Hamsik." Vote for me. Vote for me, and you can keep Hamsik. <laughs> if you
0: don't, well, did he lost in Naples? He also lost in Milan. So what's going to happen? It's a bit of a catch twenty-two, isn't it? Well, I, <laughs> we're I not going to buy Hamsik.
1: We are going to buy Hamsik. <laughs> if you think that before he entered politics, Silva Berlusconi. And he focused purely on Milan. He made them the best team in the world. And perhaps the Milan fans voted against him because they want him to focus all his energies once again on the club.
0: Yeah, instead of 18-year-old girls.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he'll bring back the helicopters, he'll bring back Wagner
0: through and, the city. And but b- 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 and b- b- what, Dutch footballers. And Dutch footballers. <laughs> well <yeah>. not <laughs> Emmanuel Wilson. No, exactly. But um also, he's, uh, he's looking to block that court case as well. And they've produced um, 15 files, which stand at three foot tall. and they were As tall as him. As, as tall as him, were <laughs> <laughs> carried into court, and they
1: all have to be read through before the court case can go forward, apparently. Yeah, there's only one word per file. Oh, it's tiring. <laughs> but that's where the politics and the football didn't finish, because the winner in Milan, the new mayor, Mr Pisa Right, yes was running around with a Nintel shirt!
0: (laughs) (laughs) My precious... the alchemist. A sad evening. Or Delio Rossi, wasn't it? Crying as usual. Crying as usual. Probably crying at the thought of maybe
1: having to stay at Palermo for another year. The thing is, he also admitted <laughs> like he was going to cry anyway. No he matter what result, like yeah. he was just going to cry. He said, well, I would rather be crying out of joy than out of sadness. Oh, too whenever too I sure. brew he up. Yeah, I think it just like, gets his tear ducts whenever I he brews up. With <laughs> all the fumes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, remember the two players went up to him. like he never ever looked up to the fans. He never... Re- appreciated everything that was being given to him by these Palermo fans because he was inside himself all hurt really and painful oh during the mat, uh, after, after the game him, yeah. yeah yeah and uh, came up and gave him a, a good big hug right. he said come on mister come and join us and then Salvatore Sirigu came across he the was massive he yeah. And he put one of those big huge hands on his head and just ruffled those couple of strands of hair. And um, <laughs> To make him look even rougher than he does normally. And apparently um, Delio said, thanks Salvatore, but go. Go with your teammates. I prefer to stay on my own.
0: Yeah, I've gonna brew something up special for afterwards on the for the uh, the coach trip back to
1: Palermo, don't worry. <laughs> Saint Delio. Enough <laughs> suffering, Delio find
0: happiness exactly and he won't find it down there in Sicily with Mr Zamparini who then came out the next day as, we, as we've as <laughs> we said when he calmed down and said that was um, the
1: worst thing I've ever said a year contract next con-
0: yeah but that's that's like saying you're sacked the heat sacked. of the moment it was the heat of the moment and really that's saying like that's it you're sacked because he knows that is going to go look, look I'm not going to accept a year and Zamp will say okay great off you go
1: um, but don't, uh, also but don't go too far Delio won't <laughs> accept I'm going to have to start again from scratch without Ilicic without Pastore, Pastore. without Pinilla, without Hernandez
0: well yeah that's uh, the talk of those four players on their way and uh, they certainly put themselves in the shop window
1: Zamparini so has certainly never certainly.
0: Pa- st- pa- uh, well Pastore was all I think Pastore I mean that's a given that he's going to leave but it would Iliic, look, it would look good he really look. stepped up. He really impressed. And then suddenly Inter said, oh, look at this player. And um, we've got Thiago Mota. Instead of which, we could have this young 22-year-old
1: with lots of skill, lots of running. Just, as, just as long <laughs> as he stops the back healing every two passes.
0: Oh, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> <are a> fantastic. <laughs> team to watch. And you just
1: think that maybe Pastori would look quite good in a Barcelona strip.
0: He would look, he'd look good in any strip, I think, um... There will be plenty of suitors and Mr Zamperini will be rubbing his hands. So Mr Zamperini,
1: unlike De Laurentiis and unlike Pozzo, the presidents of Napoli and Udinese, he has never said Palermo is not a supermarket. Exactly. No, he said if I receive a big offer,
0: thank you very much. But um, really getting back to Delio Rossi, it could be the end of The Alchemist he will really, be back we'll somewhere, really, right? We'll <laughs> really be
1: brewing up next season. Statistics. 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 Five years, eight months. That was the amount of time that Leonardo needed to win his first trophy. Inter- no. <laughs> no. Wrong. No, 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 no not at all. Because that was only two months. It is this prison sentence that has been asked by the prosecutors in the Naples court. I don't think they're even asking. They're demanding. <laughs> they're demanding that Moji... Five years lucky, and eight months. Lucky Luciano Moji serve five years, eight months in prison for his part in the Calchopoli scandal and it has been going on for about five years in Bonzo so the,
0: the, the trial has been going on that long while the, o- the other people involved we've also got the ex-referee Parliament the other defendants Let's get
1: the legal jargon in there. The other defendants. (laughs) Obviously, you can see that I'm not a great fan of any kind of (laughs) John Grisham novels. Paolo Bergamo, five years Uh, for the ex referee. Ex referees. Chief. Chief for the referees, yeah. You get five years. Piretto, four and a half years, same role. Then we go into the the tasty names. One year, ten months, asked. Put your collar up, Richard. Nice, already you're in vogue because we're talking about Andrea della Valle yeah and that a one year
0: ten months that's an interesting sentence you asked for let's just round it up to two years no two years is what,
1: his brother's going to get oh, Diego the bra- yeah. yeah, Andrea yeah. God, because he wasn't so involved Diego was involved by two more months yes <laughs> two months more nastiness or probably because he doesn't have his collar up so often two years <laughs> yeah. for Regina Pasquale Forti oh, their yes. chairman one year ten months for the dawn the dawn away! way yes Claudio Lotito my name my name has been cleared every time yes not just now so he's on he's on
0: the same level as Andrea De La
1: yes one year ten months and then to give you an idea of the the depth of this scandal one year two months (laughs) for the ex-head of sports journalism at Rye. right because the they were
0: saying also the prosecution were saying that the media were involved played a very central role in uh, in highlighting uh, incidences where Juventus should have had a penalty had a goal disallowed so they were saying calchopoli was more than just fixing matches just influencing games it spread through football also it spread into the media into journalism as well but they've uh, taken upon themselves to uh, put the blame if you like on Rye and don't we all if we've ever watched any of their programmes <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of all of this as you said it's taken about five, six years to get to this stage and this is just what the prosecution are demanding it could take another five or six years to finally put this whole thing to bed so by which time and who then knows. also
1: in <laughs> Italy we have a wonderful thing called prescrizione which if the court case runs too long it eventually just gets dropped
0: yeah, which which is what uh,
1: Mr. Berlusconi is up to. Yes, <laughs> don't we love Italian in, politics? None of these have ever been found guilty for any other crime. Then the case disappears. Yeah, disappears.
0: And where do where do those uh, that Scudetto from two thousand five that disappears as well? The guru. <laughs>
1: Juventus Football Club announces that Luigi Del Neri will not be the manager for season 2011-2012. President Andrea Agnelli, the directors and the team, would like to thank him for his hard work and wish him a successful professional future. At Atalanta. (laughs) So, the alchemist disappears but that successful no, the professional future does that mean they wish him a complete disaster in his, his personal life
0: <laughs> I don't think so it's, it's, I'm sure his personal life's been probably the, the most satisfactory thing about the last year
1: I remember this <laughs> one, one of the aspects of his managerial technique is that he doesn't want to become too palsy walsy too much in the friendship terms with the players he might even not know them by their first name or know even who they then, are I know who they are there's
0: team sheets <laughs> <Because> he <says> got <laughs> this strict
1: professional relationship and maybe Maybe that's what that, there's a little dig his desire to keep that professionalism intact. Well, I think it's it's also um
0: it's a pretty sad day for us because it could be the end of the guru. It could be the end and of
1: And replaced by the drill sergeant. Well, we've got to remember <laughs> the guru's last words. Yes. As he floated away on exactly. his cloud, Om
0: Yeah, and which translated where personally, I would have confirmed myself for next season. (laughs) But we make way for the drill sergeant, gunnery sergeant Hartman. You maggots, you do
1: not speak until you're spoken to. He said with those angelic blue eyes that scream murder. (laughs) For me, it's like coming home after seven years. I've always dreamt of this moment, and it's been a fixed target of mine ever since I started my career. The words of Antonio Conte, when he was... Seven um, long
0: years waiting. Well, they've brought back... um, uh, a man who knows the club inside
1: out in 1991 he arrived at juventus yeah. when they With failed, hair. when they failed oh, sort of club can I say when they failed to qualify for the uefa cup exactly
0: after my my freddy who was the last coach not to take <laughs> juve into europe and then after that they dominated the universe the universe and then his hair fell out
1: it did indeed. The content also <laughs> continued with... And this gives you an idea of its psyche here. It's the best environment for a manager. There's everything in place to do well. Training pitches. <laughs> gymnasium. <laughs> structure and organisation. Yeah, and plenty of running,
0: running, so... And I'm you know, going to get some woods run.
1: and hills built around the stadium. I'm going to get those players up and down, up and down.
0: Is that uh, Silvio Berlusconi again? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, he's going to love it. Oh, the little players peps. they was. Yeah, crazy little, little he be running up and down, down the pitch like a crazy man. And you know what else he said? I can't, and this is uh, Conte, I can't stand players who smile at the end of a game. They have lost. Losers. This, this infuriates
1: me. You maggots! <laughs> Do not speak until you are spoken to! But also giving him a helping hand, not only Pirlo and Ziegler, already signed. He also wants Sanchez, Inler, Aguero. Oh, the list go on. Well, if he doesn't get Aguero, you got Higuain. Give me the players, I will give you the results. He's 4-2-4, built round the midfield of Pirlo and Inler. Tasty.
0: Very tasty. If he gets the players he wants, Juve will be back! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if your coach decided to jump ship at the end of the season? What would you do? I think uh, most clubs would be pretty happy. <laughs> well at Lecce, we have Gigi De Canio He said thanks. But uh, no thanks yeah I can't work with the, this, uh, the management team the Semeraro family <laughs> that's a great name isn't yeah, it is it? and um, they make great furniture so I think Gigi must have got his house renovated Yeah, lovely he's got, furnishings and yeah. yeah. then he said okay thanks very much yeah I'm off I'm off to my <laughs> recliner <laughs> Um, exactly. And so what did the Semeraro family do? They put the club up for sale. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go as well.
0: <laughs> We've got recliners. Oh God. So Lecce um, floating off
1: there without uh, owners or our coach. And the, as I mentioned, I'm going down to Salento for my holidays. That's right. And I have a master plan for oh Lecce. I'm going to make an offer, an offer that they can refuse. And then my managerial <laughs> dream team, listen to this. Yeah. is your football technical director, Zeman. Oh,
0: yeah, who's free. He's He resigned as Fodger coach. Your coach is his prodigal son, Delio Rossi. Delio Rossi. Dele Rossi. Oh, Zeman, Delio Rossi. Rossi, dream team back at Lecce. Exactly, brewing up... Conte. Brewing up Conte's hair. Conte's also from Lecce. It, he is, and he left strands of his hair in the cathedral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's my, that's my master plan for Lecce. We'll see if they accept I like accept it. it, I, I like, like it a lot. lot. Um what Bologna Malazani yeah. said Sorry guys I'm off With my unruffled hair <laughs> Elsewhere And then um, they brought in Bisoli, <laughs> Huge <laughs> failure At Cagliari <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, Thanks to Some sterling work By Gianni Morandi
0: Oh yes, the uh, the old eighty um, year old singer. Yes, who does need a disabled? Cl-
1: um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really cause think,
1: just like think. No, he Mark- doesn't because he runs marathons. All round good guy from Bologna. He's invested some money in the club. He was part of the setup for a while, then left like everybody. And then um, Beasley actually comes from Bologna as well, and he right. has two kids who play for the Bologna youth team
0: so maybe can uh, bring them into the first team because I think they're going to need them because w- what player you know who wants to uh, further his career is going to stay at Bologna next season Viviano no he's staying but, well, oh, well we'll see no Ramirez. he's <laughs> he's stay. definitely going stay. well the only one who's going to stay is De because he gets all that free parking <laughs>
1: Chisena Ficadenti left Siena now have to replace Conte Atalanta They've lost Colantuono Well they've got their coach The guru will float in <laughs> Catania Chievo Keeping with the smaller clubs Genoa Roma um, Roma
0: Yeah Oh they're <laughs> going to get a coach <laughs>
1: This is the best one
0: Because it's the, the, the tops and flops for the whole season,
1: but we've got to base it on <laughs> the expectations. Okay. Of course not. So, for example, yeah, yeah. you can't take a Barry defender. You wouldn't want to. Who, <laughs> for example, maybe made some mistakes, but overall, for his capabilities, played well. Exactly. Oh, replaced no, Boranoka, yeah, yeah. replaced Bonucci, and so Andrea Maziello can never be regarded as a flop. For example. Right, give but but we can throw in, we've got a couple of Portuguese guys at Genoa. Eduardo was hovering around there because his mistakes this season were many and yeah, horrendous. horrendous. <laughs> but then and he g- nearly kept Sampdoria up as
0: well. <laughs> 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 they fumbled that shot, and then Potsy scored.
1: I know, but you can never say, "Oh, there's a scandal in the air." No, because it was it's Eduardo. a scandal. Yeah, exactly. it, no, he, did, he did it, it oh, every second week, yeah. but every other second week, yeah. he produced some amazing saves. And so Eduardo's been yeah, saved, okay. Okay. Right. and I've thrown in Viloso. Viloso did he even play? <laughs> he played at the start, but even when he arrived in Italy and he got off the plane at Malpensa International Airport, he was already quite... Oh, because I think he fancied his chances of joining a bigger club. He joined Genoa, Gasparini asked him to run a lot. Veloza said, I've just come from the Portuguese league, I don't do running.
0: Right, it was uh, yeah a big signing and a major major disappointment.
1: Even if you think to the World Cup, he was one of the outstanding midfielders from the World Cup that summer. Third for me, Milos Krasic. Talking about players, players who came off the uh, the World
0: Cup. And expected a lot more from him. He started brightly in the first couple of matches. Then after that, I just for what they, they bought him for, what was it, 15 million? But you know, the, the thing was, he did come from Russia, so, so he, didn't, he didn't have a break. Are you saying? <laughs> no, he came from a really terrible league, he <laughs> so he probably show him the nat league. So he, step up to okay. Italy, but I'm gonna
1: make him my third flop. Too much of a one-trick pony. Well, I'm going to throw in another Juventus big-money signing. Yes. As my second Mm -hmm. top flop, Jorge Martinez. Remember those great dance moves that he had while playing for Catania? Carving open defences all over the place. Banging the ball into the back of the net. Electric boogaloo.
0: Goes to Juve and spends all his time on the treatment table. (laughs) (laughs) Broken toes, apathy Yeah, he um, had, what was it, he cut his um, fingernails too short once (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't play for like three weeks My number two Tell me Adriano Adriano Yeah, I do remember him ex-footballer He (laughs) he arrived, you know, everyone was thinking, what are Roma doing?
1: Was that this season? That seems like ten years ago
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he arrived on a three-year deal He was earning five million a year And they give him the number eight shirt, but his size, it should have been the number 88 shirt. And he was there for seven months and made five appearances, (laughs) had his contract paid up and cleared off back to Brazil. Maybe people think that isn't being a flop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can even remember, though, watching him warming up and some of the things he does it wasn't with the really football—really warming up, <laughs> exactly. He was standing there, but some of the things he does with the football is just amazing.
0: Yeah, if you don't have to move.
1: <laughs> right, number one flop. Another Brazilian, Mycon Douglas Mycon. Yes, he had a from being woeful the season. best fullback in the world to being completely anonymous. Maybe he played for one month after Leonardo came in. So January, February. Then before that and after absolutely nothing and he and he
0: that might have been also the uh, the bail effect from that moment yeah he was terrible and that's why in the end they were they were so happy that he was banned from the Italian Cup final because then beforehand Leonardo could say listen my um, you can go back to Brazil because Nagatomo I need to play I'm gonna play him in the Italian Cup final at right back so he needs to and uh, run out in that position off you go enjoy your summer holidays Flop number one, Douglas Michael. But moving on,
1: the tops. tops of the season! Right. Now you've already mentioned them because these two goals in the cup final. Samuelito is not in the tops. Yep, yeah, very close to the tops, but I wouldn't put him up there either. Crunch matches, go back. To a very cold evening in Turin against Juventus. He was posted absent again against Sorensen as fullback. Yeah,
0: and he missed that sitter, didn't he? In the last seconds. Yeah, and he also missed a sitter against Milan. He did. So that just puts him outside the Although
1: box. I've still got question marks over that, Miss, because we did see the linesman raise his flag.
0: I know, but that doesn't mean anything in Italian football. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. Okay, number three, Sanchez. Number three, Sanchez.
1: Yes. My goodness. Alexis Sanchez only comes in number three for you. Why? Why is it top? Because he was reinvented by Guidolin as an out-and-out striker alongside Di Natale and he has blossomed. My number three is
0: a Jedi Knight, Thiago Silva. Ah. Majestic. And that is the reason why (sighs) Milan only conceded 24 goals all season. Number
1: two. Edinson Cavani. El Matador. Led Napoli back into the Champions League. 26 About goals. 26 goals. Exactly. From a player who was a support striker. He said, Come on, I can do the Ibra thing. Mazzari said, Okay, give it a shot. And he did. Well, and also player Zamborini thought wasn't up to it. Yeah. <laughs> 12 million is great <laughs> so for me. W- so he's worth being
0: in the tops. Okay, so he's number two, number one. Dun, 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 dun. The one
1: and only Zlatan Ibrahimovic.
0: What? He
1: only played half a season. Exactly. And it was that <laughs> half a season when the team had no identity and he carried them on his broad nose. shoulders and they were perched on his nose and those who were not to stay on his nose were on his very long feet. So, yeah, well,
0: I've got to agree with the, the fact that Ibra had a, a great season through to, to February.
1: Think back to those but dark again, months, those long evenings, the cold afternoons. Ibra stood head and shoulders above the rest. Of course, he absolute pants in Europe. <laughs> That's part of his
0: contract, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Okay, so we agree, sort of. My third, Thiago Silva. My second would have been Alexis Sanchez. And my first would have been your second, Edison Cavani. Whoa! He was my player of the year, and uh, it'll be great to see him remaining at Napoli next season. Well it's gonna be a long hot summer, Paul, that's for sure. Indeed, and I'll be drinking my Caffè chicarato on the beach. And you know what I'm gonna say? Everyone drink cafe freddo. Ice coffee! It's so good for you. Hey, 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 hey.
1: Calcio! Calcio! Hey, hey, and coffee! And coffee. Catch up with your calcio and coffee on Twitter, Facebook and iTunes!